Hey everyone, welcome to Origin Gates Daily Podcast, Wisdom's Echo. I'm Rick Nevenace. Always so good to spend this time together with you, and I trust that you are all doing well. In today's podcast, I want to walk my way through some stuff that I've been engaging with of late, and um, I promise you, towards the end of this podcast, it'll all come together. Might feel a a little bit disjointed now because I'm going to be pulling on from different parts of my journey, but uh, really excited to uh, walk out some things that I've been engaging with of late. One of the key things that I've been holding in my heart, and I've been talking a bit about it at the different conferences that I've done over the last three to four months, and it's on this topic of uh, revelation. Now, we've been taught about revelation and the importance thereof, but one thing that I've really begun to realize within beholding revelation is revelation also means remembering. So we know that there is nothing new in terms of the revelation that we are engaging with. Uh, Revelation isn't something created. It's always been there. But beholding who we are and when we engage with teachings or engaging within the union that we have with Yahweh, we begin to remember. And when we remember, we behold a process that we've said yes to and then walk it out within creation, and we behold revelation. Uh, The mysteries and the secrets of Yahweh, however, are things that have not yet been revealed within creation. And that is always important for us to behold this process that we're on within the union that we have with Yahweh, walking out our scroll within creation. And when we arc together with revelation, which is remembering uh, who we were before the foundation of the earth, When Yahweh spoke of himself and set us in the expanse of the sky to serve as signs, to mark seasons, days, and years, we were already given the responsibility to behold the scroll that we wrote. And now as we walk out within the earth, we are arcing with that what we have said yes to. So there's so much stuff around that that I've been engaging with. But in the last Origin Gate conference, Grant said something that was so profound. You know, when it's a statement that is not just a statement, like it arced with the journey that I've been on in terms of engaging with remembering and beholding encounters around that. And he said something along the lines of of this, that Yahweh completes something so that he can start it within us. And when he said that, he continued on with the teaching. But I was like, hang on, to be very honest with you, I haven't got past that moment in Grant's teaching (laughs) because that set me on a, a journey over the last two to three weeks of engaging what has been very close to my heart of late in terms of revelation, engaging with the pillar, the being of revelation, and beholding some processes that I said yes to before I came to the earth. And a whole lot of stuff has been revealed to me through the pillar of revelation, which is arced with my remembrance. And what is fascinating about all of this is our brains, as we know, it's a storage device. Our brains don't think, our mind doesn't think. The earth system tells us that our minds think. But according to scripture in Proverbs, 
Solomon begins to behold the truth of what actually thinks, which is the heart. He says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So we've obviously been taught a whole lot of stuff growing up within the earth system and structure. But through this journey now that is beginning to unfold itself to us, to those that are engaging with the truth of who we are, we're unlocking some deep secrets and mysteries, which are things that have not yet been revealed, but it has to have a foundation to rest upon, which is the reason why revelation is so key. Because the moment you remember, you begin to behold who you were before the foundation of the earth, which means you can engage with the realm that you were spoken from, which was Yahweh of himself, setting us in the expanse of the sky to serve as signs, to mark seasons, days and years. And as I mentioned already, but that's the moment that we were given the responsibility and the authority to engage with who we were always destined to be. So when that statement took place that arced with the journey that I'm on, I found myself engaging with Ephesians 1 uh, from verse 11 to 12. And it says this, In him we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. And verse 12 says, so that we who were the first to hope in Christ might be to the praise of his glory. And when I began to engage with this, I, I realized, man, like there is so much stuff that I've been taught that I gave my heart to through a belief system that was connected to a doctrine of that what I was taught from to frame a God that was not Yahweh. <laughs> I hope this makes sense. Let me try. Let me try it again. <laughs> Through the the doctrine that I was taught from a system that gave me a belief system, which then allowed me to frame a God that was not Yahweh. And when I have a look at my life before I came into the truth of what I'm walking out right now, the belief systems were framed around works and effort, obtaining this grace from Yahweh or the acceptance from Yahweh based on what I do here within the earth. And to the measure of what I do would be to the measure that I would receive His grace or His acceptance or love. And although on one hand the church will teach that it's not about what you do, you receive the grace and the love from God, it's all good, but yet, on the other hand, it is all about works and effort. It's about being a servant and you know, serving and all this crazy stuff that comes from the doctrine that has set in motion a belief system that now we see God because we've created this image through this belief system, which is crazy, man. And that's the reason why, especially in what we're walking out right now, that it's good to question some things that we have said yes to based on a doctrine that has now cultivated this belief system within Christians across the nations of the earth that now has framed this image of God and the way we need to serve Him, the way we need to do certain things, which I honestly call church age rituals. <laughs> I'm sorry if that offends, but it's the truth. 
the way I see the church worship in today's culture or the way I see Christians pray in today's culture, it's just not the prayer that Yeshua modeled within the scriptures. It's again based on a doctrine that has now cultivated a belief system in how one should pray or how one should worship. And to be very honest, the prayer I see modeled today is a lot of demands from Christians to God. You know, God, don't you see we're down here? Come and help us or come and move. Uh, all this crazy stuff. But again, I understand it's because of a belief system and how we framed a God that is not Yahweh. So going back to that statement that Grant made at the Origin Gate Conference, which along the lines, he made the statement that Yahweh completes something so that he can start it in us. That statement, as I mentioned, set me on such a pursuit in the things that I've been walking out of late. But I want to share this encounter that took place, which has come alive in me nine years later. Come on, man. Oh, I love this stuff. But in 2013, I was engaging with the teaching, uh, one of the first teachings that I heard from Ian, which was dividing soul and spirit. And when I heard that teaching, I would work out some stuff within me, dividing soul and spirit. And the one evening, I heard this pop in the spirit, and I saw that my soul and my spirit were separated. And as I engaged with what was unfolding within this encounter, I immediately started to feel myself leave my body and started to ascend. Now, you guys know, like in the church age, when you leave your body, that's like demonic 101. <laughs> you know what I mean? But anyway, I went with this because of the process that I was on. I was three months engaging with this, and I felt such peace around this encounter. It was awesome. But as I started to ascend, I found myself in the terrestrial arena looking at the earth, and I saw the earth starting to rotate. And in a moment, I started to feel myself descend. And I saw the specific area that I was now approaching. I could see the high buildings, the details on the buildings. It was just, it was crazy. And I got to the floor of this particular nation, went through the floor, felt it shift through my carnal body, and I ended up in this underground meeting where I saw these 30 men and women. They were Asian, and they were engaging within deep, deep worship. And Yeshua was alongside me, and he took my hand, and he stepped left. And as we took a step left together... I was in the realms of Yahweh's kingdom where these 30 Asian men and women were beholding an extravagant worship that I had never seen displayed before me. It was so glorious. Anyway, I started to ascend out of this nation to the terrestrial arena. I looked down and I saw the earth starting to rotate and the continent of Africa was now coming within my view. And I started to slowly descend. And in that moment, Yahweh spoke to me and he said that the Western culture have been taught how to worship in the flesh and we've neglected how to worship in the spirit. Oh, man, come on. <laughs> anyway, so after that encounter, I taught how I engaged with these 30 men and women 
in an underground meeting where I started to behold the truth of worship. But I want to tell you something that unfolded recently, and this is arcing with Grant's statement in his teaching where he said that Yahweh completes something so he can start it in us. So how this unfolded is I met this guy that got hold of my first book, Legacy of Sonship, and he asked if he could translate it into Japanese because there's a community that is wanting to engage with this specific book. So I obviously said, absolutely, go for it. And a couple months later, I had a Zoom call with this individual who asked if I would be willing to go through this book with these men and women in Japan. And I said, absolutely, I would love to. So this is where it gets crazy, guys, because I'm on my first Zoom call with them. They come on my screen and I have a moment. I literally have a moment where I'm beholding them, but not them. Okay, I'm engaging with their spirit beings because they've opened up their mountain to me. I've engaged with my mountain, arcing with theirs. And I have a moment where I'm like, this seems very, very familiar to me. <laughs> so we do this, this call. I'm just engaging with some stuff, man, that, that was just starting to unfold within me. Long story short, Grant makes the statement. I engage with the statement. And I find myself going through this gate outside of time to behold upon a testimony scroll that is mine, that I've written, that I'm arcing with the earth. And the deal is this. In that encounter nine years ago, because I engaged with 30 Asian men and women, I immediately went, okay, I'm obviously in China because of this encounter. But when I engage with these men and women online with their mountains, arcing with what unfolded <laughs> within the realms and arcing with this moment, I realized I actually engage with these men and women that is now linked to these sons that are positioned in Japan, which I'm going to in a week and a half's time. Like, I, like, I mean, come on. I'm so excited. I, I don't expect you to be excited with me, um, although maybe some of you guys will be. But this is the truth of what we're walking out. I had already completed nine years ago an encounter that now is starting within me as I'm walking out my testimony scroll here within creation. And that just came so alive in me because there is this union there is this arcing taking place. Things are unfolding and I'm walking out what Yahweh has already completed because I was predestined <laughs> in, in Ephesians. I was already predestined and I want to encourage all of you. There's some crazy stuff happening within your lives. If you would just behold this process of walking within this union with Yahweh, engaging with who you were before the foundation of the earth, engaging within the realm of the beginning where you can witness how Yahweh spoke of himself and set you as lights in the expanse of the sky to serve as signs, to mark seasons, days and years. And through that encounter, I believe I already started to write my scroll. <laughs> I already started to engage with who I am to serve as signs, 
to mark seasons, days, and years. That word, seasons, days, and years, guys, it's not seasons, days, and years as we know under the sun where there's time. It's a whole different thing, but I want you to engage with that. Oh, Ricky. Okay. Because when you are walking this process out and you begin to arc a whole lot of stuff that we've been walking out within, remembering the pillar of revelation, engaging with this gate, going in, beholding realms and dimensions that we were beholding before we came to the earth. And we got the full record and the memory of these moments that started to unfold because we said yes to this. And when you engage with the truth of who you are, you begin to unlock this memory that you've always had, which is caught up within your mind. It's caught up within your brain, which is a storage device that begins to remember. <laughs> and when you remember, like I want to end with this, when you remember and you go through this gate where you are no longer under the influence of time as we know, you are in a realm. And when you're in this realm, it's forever moving, it's forever living, and you can engage with what is unfolding, to engage with the vav, your carnal body sitting within creation, waiting for a resting place, for that what you have already said yes to. And it begins to arc, creating a portal, a gate. Scripture says that you are the house of God, you are the gate of heaven. That's found in Genesis. And when you walk out this process, you, you walk out something completely different to the mindset that we were taught through a doctrine in the church age that set a belief system that framed a God that is not Yahweh. So I trust that this has encouraged you wherever you are across the nations of the earth. Thank you for your time. And it was so awesome just sharing the truth that began to unfold within my life. And um, it's just awesome. It's awesome journeying together with you. And it's awesome in these opportunities that I get where some of you reach out and just share how these podcasts have really encouraged and transformed your lives. It's a, a real joy. So from my house here in South Africa, in Durban, to your mountains, strategically positioned across the nations of the earth, I send my love to you. Shalom.